Hello and welcome to, of the 2020 season, the last Dallas Cowboys uh, podcast, uh, well, 2019 season. I'm special, you know, you'd think I'm not a presenter or something. Um, so welcome, guys, to the first and ten Dallas Cowboys podcast um, of this year um, after the Super Bowl. So call it whatever you want. Uh, we will be doing one a month from now on, uh, but obviously we've got lots to talk about um, it's, we had the Super Bowl, and I think we're all quite happy in saying that it was a million times better than that abortion of a game last year between the Patriots and the Rams, which was genuinely the least exciting thing that I've ever watched since, I don't know, Batman versus Superman. Um, so it's fantastic uh, to actually have a Super Bowl that we can say, well, our team didn't make that, but it was fun. We enjoyed it, and we saw some ass. Right, guys, what are we saying about the Super Bowl then, boys? Obviously, the Chiefs played the 49ers. Now, normal, you know, spoiler alert, but if you don't know the result, then you're probably listening to the wrong podcast. The 49ers lost and the Chiefs won. Patrick Mahomes is already being labelled the GOAT by Chiefs fans, um, but he didn't have a bad game. Um, what are we saying? Let's start with let's start with Bill. Bill, what are you thinking? Um, first of all, I'm I'm not liking your analogy of Batman versus Superman. First of all, there was credits, you know, there was good parts of the film, and two, you've just said that either Brady is Batman or Superman, or Goff is one of the other two. So I'm not having that analogy to begin with. <laughs> oh, I just spent it was a shit watch, <laughs> but yeah, valid point. Um, what, Secondly, ooh, okay. the game, the game. Valid all point. right. It was it was Catwoman. A... Catwoman. We'll compare Cat... it to the Catwoman Cat... film. That was, that Halle, was Halle Berry. Film. That was quite good. Yeah. Come on, let's not let's just stay that away from good. superhero films. The only good thing about that film was that Halle Berry was in a cat suit. That's, That's the true. only positive about that film. Um, <laughs> so the right, Super Bowl. Okay, <laughs> yes. It it was it was the it wasn't the entertainment. Uh, you know, slobber knocker that we expected. Mm. I think it was good. It was a great game. Um, I think it was exactly what we thought it was going to be. The 49ers were going to turn up on defense. They were going to make it difficult. But in the end, Patrick Mahomes was going to just have his way with people. And, yeah. and it, it kind of did. To, to, to go, you know, 10 points back down and then to be double digits up at the end, it's exactly what the Kansas City Chiefs are. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no. Um, he, he didn't have a good game. Patrick Mahomes wasn't Patrick Mahomes. He was stifled. Nick Bosa had a better game than Patrick Mahomes did. Um, yeah, but, but Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes did what he does. Yeah, Mahomes on a bad day is still Mahomes. And yeah. and it, the secondary kind of stopped any of the the big long play shenanigans. Uh, there were some dubious calls um, here and there for both sides, and yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, the, the, the it was entertaining. And then there was the halftime show, and then it was entertaining some more. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was better. Like I said it was better than the abortion of last week, but of last year. But um, it, it's I don't like the Pat Mahomes is now going to be the new 
goat is a new Tom Brady. I think give it time. Let's see what happens. Yeah, of course, of course, of course. Uh, Jimmy... But that's that's the nature of sports, especially American sports. As soon as someone just starts starts doing good, they start talking about how they're amazing. Yeah. They were doing it about Lamar Jackson all season, and then they lost to the Titans, and suddenly that went quiet. Um, so it's just. The one thing in this Super Bowl I was looking for is, and I said it said it last week, was that I was looking at Jimmy G, and Jimmy G needed to stand, sort of step up in this. I've never been a huge fan of his, but I've never been against him. I just don't know what he is yet, and yeah. um, and he didn't step up. He was all right, but he had his moments. He did what was he twenty for thirty one, two hundred and nine yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. One of those interceptions was horrendous. One of those interceptions was literally, I'm about to lose the ball. I'm just going to throw it in the air and hope someone on my team gets it. And it was... Mahomes. Mahomes said that same thing, man. He threw that pass right to San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was... was, Yeah, there was some very good defensive play both sides. The one thing I will say about... This is what I found out about Jimmy G in the Super Bowl after some study, is that he is effectively just a more handsome Kirk Cousins. That's it. Oh, oh, that's a brave statement. You reckon? Game game manager, but more attractive is what you said. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying he has a very similar gameplay. He has some very similar flaws, but he's got a better chin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's a good one. Wow, yeah. I'm trying to think, you know, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking about the Kansas City Chiefs and I'm thinking about the Giants, not the Giants, the the 49ers. And uh, just to kick it off right, you know, I bet Richard Sherman and the San Francisco 49ers were feeling like Nancy Pelosi today. They lost the Super Bowl, lost the acquittal. They just can't keep a good guy down. My homeboy tore it up came through like I knew he would. Like I said last week when we had our last podcast, said he was going to do big things, said he was going to, he, he did, came through. And uh, my favorite part of the game was uh, I was watching at a friend's house with my wife and his family. And I'm like, dude, I guarantee you when the Chiefs were down by 10 points, I'm like, I bet you $20 that they will come back and they yeah. will win. And he's like, you're crazy. He's like, you might as well just hand me that money now. I'm like, no, because last week he came back from a 24-point deficit in three and a half, four minutes yeah. to make it a 28-24. Ten points down, there was no doubt in anyone's mind. I didn't think that they they couldn't come back. It's, it's, the, it's the Chiefs. There, there was nine um, minutes left in the fourth quarter, and all I was thinking was, yeah, they're probably – they were ten points down, and I was like, yeah, they've won this. And it's just the rhythm that they had and what the – and the 49ers' defense were gassed. They were done. And it was just – Nine minutes left, yeah. Kansas City have got this. Even though the yeah. ten points down, yeah, they've got it. Don't worry. The first yeah. half, though, the first half, Kansas City looked terrible. They didn't look that great. And I'm like, wow, they yeah. haven't played. This is the first time I've played a D of this, you know, credibility since the last I remember them playing. You know, I didn't watch all their games, but I, you know, San Francisco, you can't take it from. They have probably the best defense in the league. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I just really think that, like, wow, this is going to be a shocking game if uh, Mahomes and the offense can't score some points. I was, 
you know, first half, I was like, man, I don't know what's going to happen. Is this a script? Is this uh, is just how it's going down? But, you know, the right, the good, the better team won. As Cowboy fans, we should have all wanted the Chiefs to win since they haven't won anything for 50 years. And the best part about the last time they won was against the fucking Vikings, which makes it even sweeter. And, uh, oh, sorry just, if there's any noise there. My dog's trying to get comfortable. And, uh, and, and as, as a, a news break, and as a news break, uh, Ben, Ben adopted a dog today. Yeah, I've adopted a dog, bit of news, guys. Little 12 year old Staffy. Nobody else would have her, and they were talking about putting her down. So I was like, fuck that. I'll have her. And um, she has lots of bad habits, and she's a pain in my ass. I've not even had her 24 hours. So she's she's effectively the Philadelphia Eagles, then. (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't don't you go insulting my new love like that. All right. I've just got the cutest dog. Do not compare her to those filthy, disgusting, nasty fan bastards. I'll be honest, Bill. It's over. I don't ever want to speak to you again. <laughs> you can't my new dog to the Philadelphia. Did you hear what she he said? Yes. What's that? Yeah, yeah, he is a cunt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been called uh, it right, before. She, I'll be called it again. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think she's comfortable now, so we're good to keep going. <laughs> Wait, well, you know what? You know what cunt stands for, right? See you next weekend. See you next Tuesday. I always said I thought it'd be better if they change it to see you next Friday, just because cunt is such a satisfying word to say. And it's it's just <laughs> like cunt is, you know, it's quite harsh and it's quite nasty. But if you say, oh, you cunt, it's just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, it's like it's like in your auto, it's like your auto correct on your on your auto correct on your phone when you type the word fucking, it corrects it to ducking and be like, I didn't fucking mean ducking. What the fuck? And then, and then it will say duck again. I, I, you know, I just just let everyone behind the curtain. Every time there's like swear words and stuff, I kind of shudder a little bit, thinking, oh, who's listening to this? And now we've gone for a five minute segment of just explaining the word cunt. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll tell you who's listening to this. Absolutely fucking nobody. <laughs> so, having a good time. What were your thoughts on the uh, on the game, Ben? Um, I just enjoyed it. Was it as like like you said? Is it as high scoring as we thought it would be? No, it's not. But it wasn't a boring game. It was still end to end. Both defenses had their moments. Both offenses had their moments. Both defenses had their fuck ups. Both both offenses had their fuck ups. I put lots of bets on. I didn't win any of them. And the one thing I said for sure that I didn't put money on was I said there would be at least three interceptions in the game. And there fucking was exactly three interceptions in the game. And I should have put some fucking money on that. Um, But um, it was just, it was nice to have a good Super Bowl. Um, It was nice to have good fun. Just see a bit of everything. Um, My only real points I'd say is um, I think the 49ers run game was not great. I mean, it wasn't terrible, but it, it, I feel like the 49ers needed to, the, the run game needed to hit a bit more. <laughs> and apart from Samuels, who did all right at times, the rest of it, I mean, Coleman had a couple slight moments, but really he was not very good. He got pushed back quite a lot. Um, 
Then the oh, what's the other one? The one Moster again. He not brilliant. Um, it was just yeah, they like that throwing game was all right. Kittle could I'd have Kittle could have been used a bit more. Um, I mean, obviously using uh, the fullback uh, was it Jankowski or whatever he's called Juku is or the guy who caught yeah, 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 that one. The one who sounds like a Polish sausage. That one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> He, I believe um, that's his nickname in the locker room, but not for his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I've heard that as well. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so like it, the, the 49ers weren't bad um, and they were very entertaining to watch. But I feel like they had a few players who could have hit a little harder than they did and they just didn't. Um But can't really take anything away from the 49ers this season. They've had a cracking season. Their coach has done great. They've done great. Like, yeah, they've been running a bit more than throwing it, but Jimmy G has done his job nine times out of ten. Um, and as a team that I'm not too bothered about, a fair play to the 49ers. Um, but you're against arguably one of the greatest quarterbacks we've seen. I mean, he's had two cracking seasons in a row. He might fall a flop. We've seen it happen before. But the way he throws, he's exciting to watch. Mahomes is the real deal. I think you can put him on most teams and he would increase their win ratio by 50%. Um, I think he's just got that ability. Um, and potentially, I think, you know, we, we might have just seen the first of probably, I would say, three Super Bowl appearances for the Chiefs in the next six years, in my personal opinion. Um, if they, you know, if he keeps playing and they keep doing as well they are. Um, also, Whilst I'm on my little tangent, shout out to Andy Reid. Say what you want about him. He gets the piss taken out of him because he looks like an overweight porn star. But he is a good manager. <laughs> He's the best manager who's never really won anything. He's played that team. He's been a massive part of Mahomes. He's and he's taken so much shit and so much piss taken over the years, and he's always just stood there, grinned and bared it. And he's got the win, and he he fucking deserves that more than most people on that team. And um, so, fair play to Andy Reid, fair play to the Chiefs. Um, and I'm gonna interrupt you on that one, Ben. When you're talking about Andy Reid, I want everybody to go on uh, social media, <laughs> and I want you to look at my father, who looks very similar to Andy Reid. Oh, does name, yes, his name is Raymond Gervin. Go and look on him right now. Check it out. He looks like uh, uh, just you guys got to check it out, mate. If he does, I think as a podcast, as a gift for your dad, we should get him just a chief baseball cap that he can just walk around with. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. That's amazing. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Reid was one of the reasons I wanted the Chiefs to win. Um, I, I kind of agree with you that they do look like they're they're about to start becoming a dynasty, but at the same time, they've got to pay Mahomes pretty soon. That's his third yeah. year. That's his yeah, th- that's true. That's his third year, and what if you if you're paying Russell Wilson what you're going to pay? If you're paying Dak what you're about to pay Dak or not pay Dak if you franchise tag him, what are you going to pay Mahomes? And and if you pay Mahomes, who you, how are you going to pay Tyreek Hill? How are you going to pay? Yeah. Are, are you going to pay Kelsey? How are you going to pay all those people around him that you need? How are you going to pay Chris Jones? Yeah, it's not going to work. The question, is, question not, is though, is is Mahomes a team player? 
is Mahomes going to do a Brady and take a little little step back? But coming from a baseball background and knowing their wages, I'm going to guess fuck no. But... <laughs> well, yeah, he's not getting a home team discount, especially after winning a Super Bowl. I mean, if Dak's not willing to take a home team discount, why the fuck would Mahomes? Well, exactly. Yeah. Look, look what, look, but look, look what the um, what um, Flacco did to the Ravens. Flacco crippled the Ravens because he won the Super Bowl yeah. in his contract year. And then he got this ridiculous contract for a player that wasn't yeah. really that good. Now I'm not saying Flacco and uh, Mahomes are the same player, but it it's a good sign of what paying a quarterback yeah. too much money can do to a team after just well, a little bit Cousins. of a success. Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins was a was well, Kirk Cousins was a trap for NFL. Uh, owners. Yeah, you're right. You're the, right. The the, the the way that the Redskins mishandled. Kirk Cousins just meant that he was always going to just ruin someone's purse strings, and stupidly the the Vikings went and did it. But yeah. I, I think I think when with, with the upcoming Dak Prescott um, uh, payment issues, I think he will. I think he will see a bit of sense. And I don't think he will push too hard. I think. Don't forget, this is a guy who is who's a fourth fourth round pick, so he's not got that attitude of first rounders. Um. Mm. So, yeah, I think that's 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 the case with Dak. Yeah. Which brings let's 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 let's, let's see a uh, segue into what do you guys think Dak will end up getting? Because it sounds like we might have to franchise franchise tag him. I don't know if that's the best idea or what you guys thought. What do you guys think on that? Um, personally, I think franchising Dak is um, just a piss take. Um, if I like, you know, some players get really really miffed when they get franchise tagged, and if. Day franchise tag Dak and he gets miffed and refuses to play. I personally would not blame him. Um, he's put in for this team. I mean, I don't think he needs to. Again, I think 30 million is the number that's been batted around. I, w- I personally wouldn't pay him a penny more. And if he's not willing to accept it, yeah, if he's not willing to accept 30 million, then fuck him off. But I would say pay him 30 million. He better accept 30 million. Leave it at that. Um, He already already turned down. He turned down 34. No, his agent turned down 34. Okay. His agent turned down 34. Remember, remember this is all agent and remember this is all press speculation because now the Super Bowl finished until they've actually got any news, they make it up. There was was a story where they said Dak is going to hold out and not turn up to training camp if he gets franchise tagged. And it was actually two completely unrelated questions that they asked him that they linked together to make it sound like he wasn't going to actually turn up if he got franchise tagged. But really, he never said that. It was just just reporters twisting people's words. So good clarification. Yeah. Good clarification. Ignore though. any of that. The, the way I yeah. the way I see the off season for the Cowboys is the Amari Cooper's getting paid, and the reason Amari Cooper's getting paid is because you look silly yeah. giving a first first round pick away from last year if you don't pay yeah. him. You look silly yeah. silly doing it, so you got to do it. I yeah. think I think Byron Jones is going to get paid, and the reason I think Byron Jones is going to get paid is Mick McCarthy's going to come in and he's going to go right. Who's our big man at the back? Oh, we've lost our two safeties. We're going to have to draft one of them. In the meantime, who have we got? Okay, we we'll definitely need to keep Byron Jones. 
Yeah. Because now but, Robert but, Quinn or Michael Bennett, but, who goes, who stays? Um, Quinn will be too expensive. I think I think we'll lose Quinn. But I also think I'm I'm also saying Quinn was good, but I think you can replace Quinn with someone else for cheaper because Quinn got a lot of his sacks based on the fact that Demarcus Lawrence was getting double teamed. Yeah, true. Correct. You're right. True. Good point. True. The other thing you got to think I'm, about I'm, is. We let we keep Michael Bennett because we'll get hit. We can keep him probably cheaper, and he was good. And I feel that we'd be able to. Who knows? Maybe maybe uh, what's his nuts comes back. Fucking dude that was on steroids or marijuana. What's uh, Randy, Randy Gregory, Gregory? Maybe he comes back. If we Randy get Randy Gregory, Gregory back, we're fine. Randy Gregory was better than Robert yeah. Quinn. Randy Gregory yeah. was the beast. If we get Randy Gregory back, I mean, we just really need him and Tank, and then the def- like nobody else on the pitch, just the two of them. They'll take over <laughs> everyone. It'll be we, fine. We said that about <laughs> Brett Maher and a cat. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. The certain previous podcast that we don't bring up, Bill. Yeah, <laughs> occasionally we are wrong. <laughs> Saying that though, he did still keep scoring over sixty yards. If we had have only just the cat. only getting kick sixty yards, yeah, the cat, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, the cat. I forgot, mate. That that was a. You know what, actually. Do you know one thing we've not done in this podcast, and I'm just going to bring it now, we've not even suggested it. Since we've been doing the podcast, it's our first season, we've had some great times, and we've not done a highlight of the year yet. So, we off the cuff now, without anybody having any time to prep, let's just discuss a few highlights of the year. First off, Of the podcast the Cowboys? <laughs> but. Both, <laughs> both. Obviously, the podcast "Animal Facts When We're Losing" is a highlight that will be staying for the next season. Yeah, um, but yep. only when we're losing. Um, me, uh, me getting a clip edited um, out of the show because I called Tom. Bro- no, right. I'm going to say this so it doesn't get edited the second time. I made a joke which might have had in the same sentence the words Tom Brady and another word which might have been paedophile and that might have been removed from the podcast so you don't never heard that but you know it's been, there's been some teaching problems we've had a bit of a laugh <laughs> but it's been a good podcast it's right. been cracking but of the season I'm saying number one highlight Considering we finished eight and eight, was uh, that cat? That cat was brilliant. Played for us fantastically. He got to the end zone quickly and efficiently. He was sleek. He was beautiful. Um, generally, the, the the kind of sleek pussy that I like to see in the end zone. Hey. <laughs> That's where you were going with that. Thank you, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, highlight of the year. Oh, I can't say. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be very serious. After after your bad joke, I'm going to be serious and say the further development of Michael Gallup. Yes, that's a good shout. I think Michael Gallup and the flashes of of cheerleading. No, uh, the flashes of of Blake Jarwin. I think he, he he did sort of flash that he could be good. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's my yeah. highlight. But Michael Michael Gallup, Michael Gallup's certainly my highlight. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to uh, go with uh, highlight. highlight is uh, uh, Dak Prescott. He put up the best numbers he's ever had as a career. Uh, he, he, he was able to throw a long ball, which he was never really able to consistently do. 
I feel that his accuracy improved, and I know he had some interceptions, but a lot of that stuff was because he had so many drop passes that he didn't have the previous years. And, uh, yeah, I thought Dak really looked well, and he was kind of the shining star of the Cowboys, no pun intended. Yeah, agreed. Agreed 100%. Yeah, yeah, I I definitely think Dak's Dak's interception um, rate definitely halves if you get rid of anything that bounces out of receivers' hands. And he shouldn't be he yeah. shouldn't be penalized that. I'm still as of next year, I'm gonna go on this big, big campaign to get rid of interception stats that are all to do with bouncing out of a receiver's hand yeah. or throwing a ridiculous Hail Mary at the end to try and win the game. You should not be penalized statistically for that one when yeah. you're trying to win because it's a fifty fifty yeah. chance. So yeah. that's that's yeah. my campaign yeah. for next year. That's what needs to be in the next CBA. <laughs> and the other highlight I would say is Jason Garrett's gone, and we got ourselves a Super Bowl winning coach. I yeah. uh, uh, breaking news by the way about three hours ago. Rod Marinelli is now the defensive line coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. Just got signed today. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I, I always like Rod Marinelli. It's kind of going to be going to be upsetting that he's no longer like the old guy on the field and yeah. looking, looking like he was about to fall over and just like what defensive line are we going to put out i've had a fall yeah <laughs> i was i always imagined him speaking like yo we got to get scooter back to the shack like he just had like a proper like old school like look yeah and he's 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 you know, it did. It didn't do terrible for us. It was. It was. It was, he was good. Legend, but... Our defense massively improved as soon as Rob Marinelli yeah. came in. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, he's he's a good guy, but fair play to him and good luck to him. Hey, who um, the hell do we have for defensive coordinators and everything? Now I know we got we got like a whole new squad for defense, don't we? Have coaches. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, didn't we discuss this last week? And I can't remember who it is. Yeah, yeah. I think um, we did discuss this last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did we? Yeah. Was it another? Was, who did we get? We got the Rams special teams guy. Yep. Um, yeah. Who did we get? It's oh, it's the guy from the Saints. Linebacker yeah, coach say, from oh, the Saints. That's yeah. right, Mike Nolan. Is that right? Yeah, that yeah the Mike, that's the one. That's good. I heard we're I heard we're uh, potentially going to bring on um, T.O. selling popcorn. In the stands, he's the concessions manager. Concessions manager. God damn! God damn! Another highlight of the podcast this year: Rob, um, Rob's obsession with To. <laughs> and, and, and every, every time you, you mention To. T.O. Who would you have managed this football team, Rob? T.O. <laughs> and, and every time he mentions T.O., there is a mental countdown in my head until he says popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> Usually and it's five or ten seconds, but, you know, sometimes he just throws them in together. Yeah. love it yeah my um actually of the team for highlights i'm actually i did have a real answer um and rob actually stole it um i'm saying that prescott as well um that prescott was 
like yes there's been a few problems but when you look at all everything that's been going on with all the money all the drama all this stuff even over the last couple of seasons with Zeke and you know and losing a running back and he's always had it crazy and he's always remained cool cool as a cucumber I think his personality speaks through. Um, he's a good guy. He's a hardworking guy. He's kept working. He's changed his um, training and it's paying off. His stats this year are fantastic. He was a really good uh, quarterback. Um, even if you include the interceptions, which obviously you were saying that we shouldn't include, but I still think his, he was, for what he did, the way he moved the ball, the way he carried that team, the way he led that offense, um, Dak is really becoming uh, the quarterback leader that you need, not just a decent quarterback. Um, and I think that is the one positive out of this season. Um, well, there's a few others, but you know, what I mean, that's that's probably my high point. I think. I think if you, if you can work on that that uh, sideline to sideline issue he has in the off season, whereby he he really struggles to throw it when it's horizontal, when it's vertical, he's usually pretty accurate. But throwing yeah. someone that's running across him, he struggles with and always throws it behind. Yeah, yeah. That's but just then, yeah. That's something you can work on. That's just timing. Yeah, it's, it's timing issues. That's timing issues, and it's not all him. I don't, you know, um, it's that, that that that's both pies. I think that's quarterbacks, and because it was that was the one thing that was an issue, but it was it was happening. Yeah, it happened quite quite a lot this season, actually. It was, yeah, that was pretty shit, to be fair. But he still came through, and in those games where he made those bad decisions, he still won some of them. Um, and the ones we lost with a different kicker having kicks missed by Maha, we might have still won the game. So, yeah, no, we, we would have. We would have. We would have. There We've is, got we Clyde Forbath. <laughs> Never <laughs> well, thought we I'd haven't. say that. We haven't. We have to re-sign Cal Forbath now. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. No, I was going to do some stupid shit like the Vikings and draft a kicker in the first round and then fucking cut him. <laughs> like high Forbath. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. True. Yeah, let's hope we don't do that. That would be bad. I think we, I, I don't know who we're going to draft now. Um, I've looked at some of the mocks. I have no idea. I I, I can't even. It, it's it's all just speculation until then. Yeah, Shana, this is the thing that's quite quite exciting though that we don't have Garrett, and we knew that Garrett used to you know have ideas and have decisions, have people who want, but we knew that Jerry Jones was always in his ear. Yeah, but we Garrett, don't know Garrett always made good picks. Yeah, true. Garrett did make good picks. That is very true. He, or, he had a few busts. He didn't have too many. Or at least One. we made good picks when Garrett was around. It was probably still Jerry Jones. Yeah. But, you know, Garrett yeah. must have must have had some kind of say in it. I think Mike McCarthy's going to have a lot bigger say in this. Yeah, um, definitely. That's what I think. And I'm excited to see how it how that goes forward. Um, I'm excited to see how that how, how their relationship is. Because Mike McCarthy doesn't take shit from no one, um, and I think unless we, you're Aaron Rodgers, like, yeah, <laughs> well, no, 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 that's the thing though. They didn't take the shit from each other, no. and that's why he ended up leaving because he was like, "Fuck you, <laughs> you're just the quarterback," and now we're just like, "Fuck you, I play this team." Um, so then that's where we fucking are, and the Green Bay Packers still didn't get to Super Bowl this year. So cry, don't cry for me, Aaron Rodgers, you prick. The moodiest guy in football. Um, right. Uh, well, 
you know, apart from whoever has to do KFC runs for Andy Reid. Uh, right, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I must be the well, hey, worst dude, job hey, ever. You, got, you guys got to hear this one. You know, that's why he wanted to win the fucking Super Bowl. So he go to the White House and get the, the fucking McDonald's buffet. You get a McDonald's buffet. Is there a McDonald's in the White House? Well, you hear what they do with the college game, the college championship the game, right? right? He had all the fast food, like McDonald's and uh, Burger King, Wendy's. He had a whole platter of fast food restaurants for when the college championship team came to the White House. Nah, that just tells you know, me Andy even Reed. bigger of a prick. It's like, oh, we're getting, <laughs> we're getting these people around to the White House. Should we, should, we, uh, should we put the usual spread out for them? Nah, fuck them. Let's get them McDonald's. <laughs> no, 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 You know this is Trump genuinely trying to be down with the kids. Like, college kids, college kids love takeaway. Let's get them some McDonald's. Let's, let's get them yeah, some McDonald's, some, some beer, and some smack. <laughs> love it, and maybe that'll ignore all the racist comments that I've been making. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, Andy Reid, we love you. Yeah, we do. Uh, he did. A, he did a lot better job than Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan got a lot of a lot of. Uh, did you see? Oh, did you see the Kyle Shanahan face at the end? There was like three minutes left, and there was this face of a man who was absolutely sure of his own demise. Yeah, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he was like, "Mom, it's happening again." <laughs> well, I know you. I know you guys both saw the Sherman five-year challenge photo. Did you, <laughs> did you guys see that one? Oh, that's good, that's face, that's like, I can't... Yeah, there's okay. There's a there's a picture of him when he's like looking at the scoreboard at the end of the Super Bowl was like uh, this uh, distraught yeah. cry face. And he's got oh, the yeah. same look when he's playing for the Seahawks when they lost the Super Bowl. <laughs> the five-year challenge. That's amazing. Yeah. I've got to say, Poor one, and we have obviously Robert has, you know, jumped and been all about the Sherman train. But especially earlier in the season on the podcast, we did talk quite a bit of shit about Richard Sherman and fair play to him. He uh, he had a decent season. I mean, you know, still didn't get a fucking ring, but he had a good season. <laughs> there was there was a lot of time. There was a lot of time when the the, the Kansas City Chiefs moved the ball forward because of Richard Sherman. Yeah, he, he is he is terrible at man to man, but he's in that amazing zone corner. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and unfortunately, the the Chiefs tend to work predominantly man to man because their guys are faster than anyone else's guys. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, also, one thing we haven't discussed yet about the Super Bowl was the halftime show. Um, now, obviously, <laughs> that, was, um, that was a fitting sound effect. That, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> actually, Poppy was just shaking her collar, and that is what we saw. We saw some good collar shaking. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so for anyone who didn't see the show, um, I'm going to give you the show in 30 seconds. Um, in fact, actually, you know what I'm going to do is, so I watched the game in uh, the pub. I watched it in, uh, watched it last year as well. 
with a few of my friends, but then there's always these loads of guys who we we never see throughout the year when we're there for American football games. We never see them, but they they turn up for the Super Bowl and they're all just big drinkers. They always watch Super Bowl and they're all just basically massive perverts. Um, and they made <laughs> this halftime show genuinely hilarious. So I will tell you what happened for the halftime Superflow through the eyes of of me at this pub. Shakira came on. The whole pub cheered very loudly. Shakira just danced and shook her rumper and we all cheered very loudly. And would you believe it? Everybody knew the words to whenever, wherever. What a banger that is. Forgot what a tune that is. Then some random rapper that none of us knew appeared and the guy in front of me stood up and went, who the fuck is this guy? Started booing. Now we've got the whole pub booing the guy. It then goes back to Shakira and everybody starts cheering again. Right. Then J-Lo appears and there's pints being thrown in the air. People are running around high-fiving each other. Uh, I'm like, ah, oh, she's only got one good song. She played Jenny from the block and then after that, it was all downhill. So because her songs aren't very good, to get over that, she shook her butt a bit more and then everybody started cheering. And then a different rapper that nobody had ever heard of appeared and the entire pub as a one went boo who the fuck is he get him the fuck off the stage then Jalo came back we all started cheering and then Shakira joined her and my god the place was in meltdown it was like they were all Cowboys fans and we'd finally won a Super Bowl people were high-fiving each other it was genuinely hilarious um and obviously that finished. But all joking aside, um, and taking out the fact that, you know, I was joking about being a disgusting pervert, eh, half joking. Um, yeah. What I would say is... You forgot uh, the part it, about it, the lines of the bathroom afterwards. Yeah. No, no, no. no. We, we keep that off there because Dave will just delete that. Um, they genuinely, uh, it wasn't a bad show. It was fun. It was entertaining. You, you know, you you know the songs are going to be the songs, but you want a bit of entertainment, and they did provide entertainment. Um, it wasn't Katy Perry riding a lion, firing into the air with fireworks, <laughs> and Jimmy Kravitz and uh, Missy Elliott joined them on the stage. But it was a good, you know, of the last six, seven years, it was one of the better it was ones. One of I the reckon. better ones, yeah. It was. It was. I, I, I enjoyed it. I my like, wife enjoyed it. Everybody enjoyed it. I like the fact that it was Miami as well. It was it was Latin. There was there was a lot of there was a lot of Spanish sing, uh, songs in there. Shakira's yeah. Shakira's music is is actually better when she's doing the Spanish stuff than when she's doing the mainstream English stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. My my missus is Latin, so um, so you sort of get some of that from here. And yeah, it was good. And and then it was Shakira. The, the ages. Oh, they were watching Shakira's 43 and Jennifer Lopez is 50. And that's all I saw. No one gave a shit about the results of the Super Bowl at work. They were all just going, Jennifer Lopez is 50 years old and she looks like that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> that's right. That, you, that could be you if you had millions and millions of dollars as well. Yeah. Well, that, that's <laughs> and it was your job Shakira. to be beautiful. Shakira still looks amazing, but, you know, but she is getting a old fairly graciously she, you know you can tell she's Shakira and she's aging a bit she is J-Lo has got J-Lo's got more plastic in her than the ocean um, that's, that's a different <laughs> won't mind cleaning that up <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
was pretty damn good. But 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 for just a hundred thousand pounds a month, you can pay me to go and clean up J Lo. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I we we sat there and we were just working out the 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 difference in in how lucky PK is, the footballer that's uh, married to Shakira. Because then we were like, well, PK's still playing. If Shakira's forty three, then that means she's a cougar as well. Because he must be. He can only be like ten years younger. Yeah, 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 yeah. And A Rod's got J Lo, and you know A Rod's not. Not no smock. He's not poor yeah. either, is he? Yeah. <laughs> but then why would you ever touch Jado? Like her ex is Puff Daddy and he killed Tupac. Like you stay away from that woman. <laughs> you not mess with that woman. <laughs> that is asking for trouble. <laughs> uh no, overall it was good, man. It was really good. Um right guys. Um not much more to talk about, but should we have a little five-minute conversation? Because, obviously, the NFL is finishing now. Um, we have got, coming up, the XFL, um, which used to be a thing years ago. It's the love child of Vince McMahon from wrestling. Um, obviously, we had the AFL last year that had about a month or two and then fell to pieces. And they're trying again with the XFL. There is a Texas team. Um, I said I'm not going to support a Texas team because I don't want to have my two American football teams to be both from Texas. And then I looked at all the jerseys and the Texas team have the best jersey <laughs> and the best logo by miles. So guess what? I now have two Texas teams. Is it Dal- Dallas <laughs> Renegades? Yeah, the Dallas Renegades look good, man. Uh, it's a good thing. Um, XFL, guys, what are we saying? I don't know a whole hell of a lot about it, but I'm going to check it out. Why not? It's football. It could be better. I remember when they had the XFL several years ago, and the wide receiver on that team was He Hate Me. And uh, he was a hell of a player, and it was fun to watch. And my buddy even had a jersey, and I don't know what the hell he's got to do with it anymore, but maybe he'll come back, and people will hate on him again. I, he Hate Me. That's a good name for a player like that. I, I, <laughs> it was, it was, you just told me. Rob said... Ocho Cinco might be kicking. That's you know? what I've heard. Rumors. Oh, if, rumors if, if, of Ocho Cinco kicking. If Ocho Cinco's back in it, I'm definitely watching it. But I don't know. I, I, I kind of had a little bit of love for the AFL and then very quickly fell out of love with the AFL because it just looked like it looked like British football. And it was it was it was empty stadiums and you need to you need to fill those stadiums and make an atmosphere of it. Otherwise, it's not going to go anywhere. You're not going to get yeah. anything. Now, Vince McMahon's a bigger showman than than mm. anyone that was running the um, AFL. So I can imagine Vince McMahon. I just think they should bring wrestling into it. Not actual wrestling, but like, you know, wrestling gimmicks. Like, you know, you know all of a sudden the quarterback throws it to the running back. The running back breaks, breaks the 20-yard line. He's on the 30-yard line. He's running for it. He gets to the halfway point. And he takes his jersey off, and he's got the other team's jersey on, and now he's running back the other way. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I'm thinking something along the way. He's running down the sideline, and the fucking coach decks the dude with the chair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. It's like a last-minute match, and then out of nowhere, like the kicker 
picks up the ball and runs a touchdown. And then suddenly, as everyone's cheering that the game's been won by the kicker, Vince McMahon appears and be like, the kicker won, has scored the winning touchdown. You know what that means? He's going to WrestleMania! (laughs) (laughs) Instead of the Super Bowl, it's the Royal Rumble. And uh... I just put all the teams on the field. All the teams on the field, every 30 seconds, another team enters the field. (laughs) What would be be even better is we don't have overtime. We have 10 minutes of (laughs) (laughs) multi-ball. Just throw five balls onto the field. There you go. Uh, Well, they've said that Johnny Manziel might be playing as well. And if there is five balls thrown onto the field, then at least Johnny Manziel might have a chance of, you know, catching one. Possibly four, four, of them, four of them would be snow, snowballs and they'll drunk them all. There's also thing, quite a lot of lines on the field. So One thing I do like about the XFL is they're trying to get rid of the pointless stuff. Like One thing that's really pointless about the NFL, and I love <clears> this, you get this huge hoo-ha about the start of a game and it's like, and here they go and they're off and he's kicked it into touch. And <laughs> the kickoff is the most overrated and then all of a sudden it's like underwhelming because it's just basically no one allows anyone to kick off anymore the xfl is getting rid of this and they're getting rid of the points after as well so instead you get to choose whether you go with one point conversion on the two yard line we have to score a touchdown on the two for one point you get a, a two point option where you can score um from the five yard line and a three-point option where you have to score a touchdown from the ten-yard line. And I'm like, I like that. I like that. That's kind of cool. Things, I like that. Brings things a bit more into play instead of just just kicking it. No one watch. Who watches the kick afterwards? Yeah, yeah. You do right. if you're the Cowboys it's team. Very you're fucking Brett Maher. Isn't it? <laughs> That's true. That's what, true. What are they doing for the? Oh, are they just kicking extra points and field goals? Yeah. There's no, there's no extra points. You have to, you, you're doing the, the extra oh, points oh, oh, are those. Points. Oh, I thought you meant they were starting the game. They started each half with that. Oh, sorry. No, I no, no. The extra point after a touchdown uh, is those is the two yards, five yards, ten yards options. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which which means really you can good. have an eight point, um, no, a nine point touchdown. Yeah, Bring, cool. yeah brings you back into the game quicker. Yeah, that's decent, actually. Makes it very interesting. There, there, well, there's also we'll other, other time issues as well. They're not they're not slowing the game down at the end of it. They're they're uh, they're trying to keep the clock moving at the end of the game. Oh, good. Yeah, and I heard that. I, I think it'd be awesome if Ric Flair came out as instead of Vince McMahon. <laughs> Ric Flair's like, woo, woo! comes out, <laughs> and then you, and then would... you got Macho Man Randy Savage going crazy in the background. Isn't he dead? Macho Man Randy Savage, no. Only in Spider-Man. He was in oh, the yeah, Tobey Maguire right. Spider-Man. Uh, uh, no, you're right. Randy Savage is still alive, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, right. Rick Flair's still going as well, although he doesn't look like it. He's not going well. No, he's been in hospital a few times. The problem um, with Rick but... Flair, if you ever see Rick Flair, he always has to wear a collar and a really starchy yeah. collar, so he just digs yeah. into his jowls. And then all you yeah. just see his cheek spilling over. Yeah. Well, I, lo- I love Ric Flair because he'd, he'd give the most 
excellent like halftime report. He's like, I've spilled more money on spilled liquor than you made last year. Yeah, yeah. All types of crazy shit he would say, you know, Rolex wearing, Ben's driving, private jet flying. Saying dri- that, like, if we were gonna get if we were gonna get genuine people from wrestlers to do it, and something that McMahon could do is he should get JR commentating the games. He doesn't commentate that- anymore. <laughs> No, no, he's commentated for AEW, but bring him back for the XFL. Because wouldn't you love to see, like, some dude get taken down, you know, the quarterback gets taken down, and then just as you're thinking, oh, that was pretty harsh, you just hear JR go, oh, my God, he's broken in half. Oh, my God, this is not right. This is not right. That man has a family. (laughs) It would be the best yeah. right guys well it's been a good season we've had a few good games we've had a bit of a laugh podcast has done all right uh whether people listen to us or not we will carry on making it because we have a bloody good time um <laughs> and if you are listening to it and you are easily offended um sorry um right guys we'll we'll be back again we're going to do uh say one podcast a month now and we'll be talking all nfl news that's happened and we'll also be talking We'll talk about the XFL, if it's still going, if it hasn't flopped by then, if it's any good. Um, And if we do, then we'll probably start talking about the Dallas Renegades, but we will see. And as always, I'm Ben, Bill's Bill, Rob is Rob. Thanks for a cracking season. Thanks for joining us. And uh, hit up any views on Facebook or Twitter. Cheers. Bye-bye, people. See you guys.